It's time for Tales of Terror, only on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that all children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. Previously on HG World. Behold, the Eater Brain. Never seen one that intact before. That's not even a brain. You're right. It's the entity. Shiva Vesta. Get me the portable defibrillator from your supply chest. I know you have one because you were talking to Ying about it last time I went down. But... Shut it. The only sedative I need is a steady supply of scotch. So I'm going on a scotch run with my mates. Along the way, we will achieve our primary and secondary objectives of blowing fuck all out of anything dead standing in our way. Pastor Dawkins! Pastor Dawkins! We're under attack! They're coming! They broke through the south gate! See? See? They're coming! Oh. Fuck. I must concur. You do remember the plan, don't you? I need a vacation from being a peanut in a tin cup. Where are we going? We're going to make our way back to a little town called... Wishwell, Pennsylvania. I don't see anything. Just Vate. How did you see anything? It's a mile downhill from here. Oh, oh. Eaters. It can't be. Refugees, maybe. Eaters. No way, they're... Eaters! Fuck! And now, HG World, Season 1 Finale, Lock Up the Streets and Houses. Find all the other 
Hawkinses and Barbaras and all the other people in the region and bring them on in. It is time to rebuild this world. So go forth, my friends. Not for my sake, then for William Shatner. This is Todd Rage. You will not die today. Focus. Oh, I is a smooth, handsome bastard. So smooth, especially my head. Ooh, that's sexy. Okay. <laughs> Jerry Darberry, M.B. Airy, welcome to my crib. Uh, yo, this is my treetop hideaway in the middle of nowheres. My two-story savannah getaway, made with these own two hands. Well, and the two beefy paws belong to Crazy Joe. He helped lift the heavy pieces. I tried to lift ends with my mind. But my uh, lack of Jedi mojo was pretty bad that day. But here I am, looking out the front window down the mountain to the river. It's springtime. A time when Randy men think Randy farts. Mmm. When the trees begin to wake up, and so do the eaters. I keep this pile of rocks up here, so when they come a-calling, I can just... All of them. My fans, they ask me, how I keep warm in the wintertime? Well, down there's your answer. It's a solar power traffic sign generator. Can't see the fine folks at PennDOT. I found it up the road, telling no one that the roads were closed. So I figured I could just drag the generator back up here. Well, Joe helped. I'd hook it up to my treehouse. I'm handy like that. <laughs> And if you think that, Stephen, just remember once upon a time, I had mad money. Mad money, y'all. And I paid the good people of Pennsylvania $3. million in tax monies. So this risky solar generator is my refund. Upstairs, well, friends, that's where the magic happens. Come along with me, and... Dog bird. Dog bird. You up there? Huh? Ugh. Dog Barry, you dumb box of fuck. What do you want? You see Sandy D around here? Eh, no. Did you let out walkies? She weren't in the closet this morning. Looks like she broke out the pen. Uh-oh, this ain't good. I'll keep an eye out for her, okay? Maybe she father smells up the HG world. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. You want to give me a hand looking for her? Not particularly, Joe. 
Is she hungry? She'll find one of us sooner or later. Yipper, if you hear me shooting, you'll know if I'd have found Bambi or Sandy D. Don't go shooting poor Sandy D now. That'll make me all cross. I want her looking purdy and prime for our wedding day. <laughs> yeah, okay. You have a great day now, Joe. You stay out of trouble. Trouble will stay out of you. That man has soul for poet and the bear for a suit, That's Joe. See, I wasn't lying about him being all big and haggard like. Somehow, eaters don't want to eat him, like the dogs and the animals around here. Them eaters walk on by. He's lucky. Anyways, hope you enjoy your visit to my tree side hideaway. Hope you come by and see me real soon. And when you come, wear that sort blue sausage dress you got hanging in your closet. The one you wear when you want to get all tied up and tease the boys at the bar. Yeah, you know the one. Oh yeah. What the living hell was that about, Barbara? What do you mean? You told the board they shouldn't let this Van Hawkins guy into the site. What's the deal? I don't want to talk about it. That's what you told them. Come on. Barbara, I'm glad I caught you. I'm sorry about what happened in there. I... Before we get to your issue, the board would like to ask an incredible favor of you and Mr. Miller here. You know this man in the tower. We understand your position but we believe that he has knowledge that would be very useful to us. But I just told you. Frankly, Barbara, you've told us very little. There is too much at stake for you to ask us to simply accept your word. He's a bad man. You think? Are you going to share with me why he's so dangerous? I see. Come on, Barbara. Just one reason. You have 300 reasons behind these walls. Constable Miller, you, Barbara, and Constable Jebediah will report to the lumber loading dock in two hours. Not with Jeb. Anyone but Jeb. You want me to go back out there? I've made your case to the board and given you the benefit of the doubt. But there are many who feel you are not to be trusted. I'm sending you because I believe... You will want to show us that you're worthy of the protections we offer by persuading Mr. Van Hawkins to play nice. And if I refuse to go? We are not willing to tolerate disruption or defiance. This is not a democracy. This is a corpocracy. The way the board sees it, you work for us. If you wish to seek opportunities elsewhere, we will help you find them by putting you outside these walls. So the smile fades, and we see the man behind the mask. Much of what we produce here is the perception of normalcy. I simply want to reduce the tension on the board. I will make sure you are all taken care of when this is over. Then I'll go, on two conditions. You are a stubborn young woman. What? Not Jeb, his stupid brute. Two traits that get other people killed. I want someone else. Fine. And? Send Garrison with us. What? Absolutely not. You cannot keep him here like this. He wants out of here to find his family. I know the look in his eyes. The longer you keep him locked up, the more desperate he becomes. I have seen that look before. If he leaves with us, we make sure he does so safely. I don't know. You can say you exiled him. For his crimes. At least give him the choice. What is your obsession with this man? The true measure of a society is how well it treats the least of its members. If you want to convince me you are a place worth saving, then you'll take me to garrison.
fire in the hole! Everybody down! See brain, it ain't dead. All right, Rambo, we know. Some of us been out on the road a long time. Oh yeah, I saw that the way you all started spraying every round of ammunition you had into the woods. You think we can just go head up the Gander Mountain and restock? That's enough out of you. Mr. Fisher, the man's right. We have to secure the gates and no more get into the compound. Fisher, why don't you and me work together? You know where a man can find himself a saw? Preferably powered? Aaron, go get what you can. Saws, hatchets. Keep your eyes open, boy. What's the plan? We're gonna go and make the Lorax mad and cut down some trees, so we'll need some bodyguards. Lorax? What the hell are you talking? Hicks. Ronnie. Hey, Ronnie? Ronnie. You okay, girl? Ronnie, you okay? What's wrong? Sorry. All the excitement. Just a little queasy. That's all. Ugh. Doreen! Help Hicks get her inside. Reg and everyone else, we're marching to the gate. We don't know how many got onto the property, and there's only a few hours of daylight left. You down, Mr. Fish? Fisher, yeah. Sorry about all that. I've been a little... Hey, no problem, man. I know the feeling. I'll tell you what. I'll buy you a beer after we mop up. That okay with you, Mr. Fish? I'm starting to like you, Mr. Hawk. Oh my god! Help! Well, okay then. Here I come to save the day! my blowhole and call me Willie. What the hell are those things out there? They say I'm eaters. They can't be eaters. Eaters are slow. Eaters are dead. Eaters are... Help, help me with this more. They are strong. Even this will not hold them long. I left my provisions in the kitchen. See, this... This is why you never see me without my pack. It's not very spitzness of you. It's Joe. So, what's it look like outside? Little black dots rushing up the highway down the mountain. They, they're looking at me from the yard. They're staring up at us. They know we're here. Fuck me, that's new. Cannot be the deadies. No way. Rigor mortis? It does not matter what they are. They are going to kill us. Listen, they should be charging the door by now. What are they waiting for? They're... plotting. We have no way out. The vendors will only lead us to the... Roof overhead. <laughs> At least the headshots still work. The land shall be my shelter, and its parts become my weapon. So it's 30 clothes. Grab me a t-shirt. 
I don't wish to slice myself open on this glass. I got another pistol. A few more, in fact. Yet. There's two on the roof, right outside the window. Step over to the far side. Yeah. What is it waiting for? He won't come in. He knows you'll shoot. <sighs> Thinking zombies. Fan-fucking-tastic. That's okay. We'll do them like we did the Gucci's. Ever wonder what a 50 caliber round do to a house wall from point-blank range? <laughs> Say hello to Mr. Papers. Did you hear me out there? Do you understand? Back off. Mortar coming from the trees. Time to come out of the cold. Keep watch. I'm calling the scene. They won't be able to reach us. I'm not calling in a rescue, Red Square. They have to know about this. This is worse than the Gujis. If they get here and find us smeared across the upstairs, I would like them to know why. They look so well-preserved. Major Grant, this is Sarge. Priority. Why aren't you calling into HVM? I don't work for the militia. I work for Grant and McGinnis. What they do with the info is their problem. Grant, priority, acknowledge. They are getting impatient. Listen, boss, we're at a contact point and we're hosed. Hundreds of fast eaters, climbers and sprinters. Um, I don't know, about a herd of about a hundred just north of Belmont Exchange. Confirmed. Sprinters? Yes, sir. Just shot two off a steep overhang. We're upstairs in the house and uh, it's ugly with eaters. But they're not attacking. They're just waiting. Sergeant. Talk to I know, sir. I think I do. Crazy Ivana here thinks she knows. Speak up, lady. Look outside. Who the fuck are they now? We're back, Sarge. What's the situation? Eaters on wheels? Are you fucking kidding me? Tell Grant. I've left my mic keyed. I hope he's hearing this. Anyways, I, I guess you're in that bedroom up there. How about you show yourselves? No. Don't move, Joe. Look, we're not going to hurt you. We've got all these eaters under control. Oh, and be, before you shoot at us, I want to let you know, if we get hurt, every eater on this hill will go eight fuck and tear into you like confetti. So, can we have a chat, please? What are you doing, Joe? G- get back here! Hello? Hello there. Oh, Dios mio. Well, looky there, boys. 
You see what I see? Well, hello there. I thought I smelled something wonderful. Priestess! Priestess? Oh, shit. I smell someone else. Smells sex and anger. Just... Oh, fuck. Just... Joe. Can't be the same things we ran into at the Makwe Resort. Duh. You're the sniper chick, right? Nice to see you up close. You have very pretty skin. I almost want to see what it looked like with it grafted to my face. Yeah. You're about due, Morrison. And the one you got starting to fall apart. I don't think those cheeks over that ugly mug of yours, Marson. Maybe one of her ass cheeks. <laughs> that make him an ass face. As I was saying, but as a, I'm a civilized man, I won't have my pets hold you down while I scalp you. I, I only give in to my urge for ultraviolence when my commands are ignored. Hint, hint. This, this is incredible. Grant, did you hear any of that? That is some fucked up shit. <laughs> Which part? All and every. We're on our way. ETA 12 hours. By the book. Acknowledged. So, the Gujis are alive and well. Say. You ladies know the best route to get to a little town around here called Wishwell? We hear they've got lots of faces we could strip and staple. The hell? Hello, girly girls. It's Uncle Archer. Let me in, huh? I promise I just want to smell ya. I promise I won't strangle one of you with the other's colon. I promise I won't use your legs as steeples. I promise I won't turn your scalps into wigs for our Shakespeare review. I promise I'll call in the morning and buy you breakfast. Just open the door and walk outside with me. Really? That's the line you're going to go with? I dressed up in my best skin just for you, ladies. I'm multicultural and metrosexual and all that. I think we should just shoot our way out. I'm not going to be captured by these guys. They are even crazier than when we last tangled. What do you and your 31 flavors think? Joe? Joe? The priestess is too dangerous to be trusted. She came too close to defeating us last time. You get near her, and I'll break you in four. Joe, what is wrong with you? Wake up! Stop staring at them and help me. No harm will come to you, pretty one. Did the priestess tell you who she really is? Deep down inside? Inside her mind? You want to tell your friend, Priestess? 
Oh, no, no. I won't get anywhere near you. You're reaching out to me. Tempting me. That won't work. I want you so badly, Priestess. I want your warm meat. I want your blood. <laughs> Not happening, Gulio. Make move one. And I'll take you out before the first eater crosses the room. I, Joe, I kind of need my gun arm, girl. I, ow! Damn it! Ow! No. Look at her. The essence of the priestess. It wants you. You are so lucky. So lucky. Joe, what is wrong with you? You constable, you can wait outside. I'll stand here in case Garrison wants to paw at you again. I'm sure that won't be necessary. Don't care what you're sure of. Get on with it. Mr. Garrison? Who is that? You. Do they keep you in the dark like this all the time? Why are you here? What do you want? The mayor sent me to talk with you. This is a trick, isn't it? I talk to you, Jeb hits me with a newspaper. Oh, come on now, Mr. G. I never hit you with a newspaper. <laughs> I wanted to ask you if you would like to have an opportunity to leave this place. Leave here? This is a trick. If I answer one way, they'll lock me away for an extra month. Answer another, they'll stop feeding me for a week. Settle down. Jeb... Wouldn't you rather be snarling at the kids down at the playground? You shut your hole, Miller. Please, stop it. My name is Balamani. I'm Patrick Garrison, Pisces, lord of a colony of fleas, and I love soft rock music. Hey, don't talk back to the woman. Woman? What, David? Did you want to be the woman? Just hurry it up. Tell you what, Meatwall, you give them ten minutes, I'll take your overnight on Thursday. That assumes you'll even get back here alive. No dice. Okay, how about a bottle of scotch and your next four overnights? Assuming, of course, I survive. Where's the scotch? I'll leave you a note when we head out. Five minutes. If I come back and either of you look any different, I'll... What? Beat us? Break his arms? I'll beat his ass and then I'll beat him again the way I'd like to beat you. Four minutes thirty. What are you doing? He'll hurt you. Bad. No, he needs us. The mayor needs us, so we're okay. David, please wait outside. But... Please. Fine. We haven't a lot of time, Patrick. I have arranged to take you with us. Where? Outside this place. If you want to leave, I'm giving you the chance. <sighs> if you were a smart woman, you'd know I could never answer that question truthfully. I know that you made a big show about getting Jeb out of the room. Jeb never does anything he doesn't want to do. So, excellent show, Miss Balamani. Well played. 
but I'm not going to fall for it. I love it here! I absolutely love every second of darkness and every moment of the humidity and hunger and loneliness. I love it. This picture on the floor by your blanket? This is the family you spoke of. You know it is. You have never had closure. Never had a chance to do what you knew about your duty as a husband and father. Why are you doing this? I can give you that opportunity for closure. What does that mean? Opportunity for closure? Come out with us. You seem to think I trust you. For the last year, these people have made every decision for me. Why would I expect that? I have a choice. Get out of here. Please, you can't continue like this. Heads up. Jeb's on his way back. Jerk never could tell time. Get the fuck away from me. I think we are done here. Goodbye, Patrick. How'd it go? Poor bastard. We have to get him out of here. Aside from the obvious, he got marks on his arms and either he has bed sores or someone burnt him on the neck. Nice work, Constable. You done? How many times do you have to burn this man before you are satisfied? You know, you'd look great in a muzzle. Maybe even a ball gag. We're done here. You saw as clear as I did, David. I mean, what could that man possibly mean to you people? What threat could he possibly be to anyone? Yeah, okay, fine. I burned him. So what? So what? You know where you are? You're in my jungle, baby. And if you weren't leaving tonight, you'd be in that closet one door down and I'd be your only friend in the world. Well, it's been fun. Uh, Let's go get some supplies and get ready for the trip, okay? What gives you the right? Who gives you the authority to treat that man like a dog? Who gives me? Garrison, get out here. Leave me out of this. You got till three, two. I'm coming, I'm coming. What are you doing? Shut it. Consider it a preview. Come here, Garrison. Let's kneel in prayer. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? Jesus, knock it off. Show the nice people what we do. Let's pray. Uh, 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 My shoulder! Let him go. Pray, maggot. Pray. Lord, give me strength. Give me strength to earn and keep the love of my master. Lord, give me the sight to see my wrongs. Keep going. Lord, let me embrace the love of my master, for though it may sting, it cleanses me. Alright, you made your point. His embrace comforts me. His swift hand reminds me of his righteousness. He is the Lord, my God. Amen. And now, the feet. (laughs) Good boy. And this is just the foreplay. Christ on toast. I think your wife would be jealous. What was her name, fuckhole? Laureline? Dorothy? Doreen! Oh, listen to that. He still has some fight in him. No, no. I'm pretty sure you said her name was Laureline. I have her picture up in my locker. Hot little bitch. Probably a deadhead now wandering around, looking for other deadhead cock to suck. That's enough. Is it? Really? So it would be over the line to tell this impotent bucket of shit that I jerk off to the picture of his wife and I smear my man gloss all over the back so I can stick it back on the wall. Oh, look at you, Sandy Mangina, shaking with moral outrage. You're the biggest pussy of the three standing in this hallway. I just thought you were an asshole. Oh, just shut the fuck up. Take this nagging little shit witch and just go. Leave me here so I can tell little Patty here about my latest date with Lurleen. Her name is Doreen! Patrick! Get back here, you fuck!
Easy there, Ronnie. Let's get you into the sitting room. Hicks, I'd like you to go check the church for stragglers. Make sure nothing got in during the fight. All right, Mrs. Garrison. Thank you, Hicks. Now, Veronica. There you go. You were positively green out there. You look better. I walked a lot today. It's the first real march I've taken since fall. I got fat over the winter. Uh-huh. What? Veronica, you look like Aaron when he's done something wrong that he hasn't told me about yet. Fine. Here. Take it. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Wow. This is... big. Yeah. Not what I expected. Or wanted. At all. Ever. Hey, now. You know, we have more of these in the infirmary. You could take another test. No. Two blue plus signs are pretty convincing. Well, then. Congratulations. Yeah. Thanks. Seriously, I mean it. You're gonna be a mommy. Does that mean you'll babysit while I'm out scavenging for canned cat food and batteries? Oh, Ronnie. How far along are you, do you think? Three months. Well, time to make some decisions, isn't it? It's fine, seriously. Mom warned me this could happen the first time I had relations. And boy, was she right. Well, you're welcome to stay here at the church for as long as you'd like. We've got enough supplies, a comfortable place to sleep. It beats a dark, damp cave. The cave isn't all that bad. Hicks spent a lot of time making it livable. The Marshall Cave is perfect for what we do. I just can't see you climbing up and in there much longer. In a few months, it will become harder for you to get around, and you'll want to be off your feet. I know. Hicks needs me out there. If he's out there alone, and if he's sent out with Dogberry, they'll kill each other. You need to be near someone with medical training. Especially as you get closer to term. Hicks needs to change his priorities. He's going to be a father. I take it he doesn't know. Nope. When do you think you want to tell him? I didn't really think about it. I'm still kind of wrapped up in how this affects me, you know? What the hell? Sounds like one of those sticks your friend used on the eaters. Hicks! What's going on? Looks like they're cleaning up. I can't see the guys out there just yet. The guy in the red sweatshirt just flashed an all clear. So I think we're good. Whew. I was so excited by the news I forgot we were under attack. That's not good. Well, that's all between us until you decide you're ready. But I wouldn't wait too long. You and I both know that things change around here in an instant. We need to make informed, reasoned decisions. Why start now? It's like Mom said, keep your mouth shut and your legs together whenever there's a boy in the room. Well, I don't know about that. It sure would make life less complicated, but... The one thing I've noticed about the two of you is that you're absolutely devoted to one another. We keep each other alive. Uh-huh. You argue like an old married couple. How do you think he'll take it? Hicks? Maybe I can tell him it's dogberries. Ew. No. Oh, I just scared myself. Okay. Ronnie, the one thing you need to remember, it's going to be okay. We'll get through this. I don't know. I heard stories that people can't have babies anymore because they turned inside their mothers Stop. and- Stop. Look at me. Not true. How do you know? Because I know. We're in a church. Some things you'll just have to take on faith, okay? I need to find you some vitamins. B to ease the queasiness, and since our diets are not the best, prenatal supplements. Trust me. All clear. How you doing, kid? Hey, Hicks. Um, I'm okay. Okay? 
I'm gonna go find some things for her tummy. I'll leave you guys here. Uh, okay. Come here, Hicks. Close the door. Have a seat. Uh-oh. What? Mr. Fisher, what on earth? Put down the rifle. What the hell? Hold that thought, kiddo. I want a fucking sure. explanation. I'm fine. Not in Go this on. house. Not here. He's a goddamn monster, Reverend. What? Are you crazy? There's an explanation. Let the man talk. What happened? Get in here and park your ass. I want answers or I swear I'll cut out your mind with this thing. I think you need to talk. And none of this Harold Hill nonsense. Straight talk. Now that's enough. What happened? Why did you tie his hands like this? Because he's one of them. One of who? He's a goddamn eater. I'm sorry about this, Jenny Joe. Jebediah taught me you get further with a knife than strongly worded persuasion. Please. Don't hurt me. I can't tell you how many times I said that same thing over the last year while people like you just kept living your lives without me. I could hear laughter through the vents. All your meetings, Christmas parties, New Year's. I could see flashes of your hair as you walked by the window. Every so often the mayor or Ruby or one of those thugs would peek in on their pet sideshow freak! Please don't hurt me, I'd ask. Yeah, that worked out well. You're in more trouble than you can imagine, maggot. Don't I know it. So do you really think I wouldn't cut her belly open to avoid going back? I mean, it's okay if I open my own neck, but... Ricky, Miss Jenny Joe? Come on, man. You're the victim right now. Don't become the bad guy. You... you... you really need to... to let me go, uh, okay? Just let me go. I can't. Jeff will hurt me again. Oh, you have no idea, little man. It's okay, Patrick. The mayor knows. He'll make sure nothing happens to you. <laughs> what? Constables, lower your rifles. Everybody stand down. He's tied himself to Jenny Joe. If he goes over the edge, he takes her with him. Fuck you, Harris. This is my boy. Seriously, the line is locked, but it's halfway down. If you go near that switch, I'll have to cut her ear off. Just like Jeb threatened to do to me. Or maybe, maybe oh, I'll just God. slice her mouth into a permanent <laughs> smile, huh, Jeb? Which would you prefer? Please. Please, Patrick, you're hurting me. <clears throat> you're hurting me now. Can you project yourself outside yourself to see the the pain inflicted on you is is being repeated Let, let's work to break that cycle <laughs> i will when the time comes but tying me up with you makes me physically and emotionally uncomfortable the threats don't help Please. I'm sorry. I really am. But I need you to wait this out with me until my wife calls. Your wife calls? When she calls me on the phone. What phone, Patrick? The one inside my head. It's the only way she can reach me. Last time she called me was early this morning. She said that they made it out of the valley. That they were fine and they want me to come find them. She said there would be a sign to tell me when to get outside for a better signal. So we're here. She's going to call me again any minute to tell me what to do. I say shoot him in the brain and then pull Jenny Joe back up when it's all over. That's management thinking, jackass. He still has the box cutter. Because when I step off, I fall 30 feet. The snap of the rope will break Jenny Joan in half. I can already see the monsters down there. We'll fall just far enough that they can start eating our legs. 
Remember, Lord Jebediah, I'm crazy. I'm capable of senseless violence like that. Lord? The sad thing is that, for all the days you had me locked up, I came to regret that I didn't even have the opportunity to think so clearly, to act so freely, to just take someone like Jenny Jo and snap her neck or break her spine. Oh, oh dear me, no, 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 no. That won't do, no, not at, not at all, no. Um. <laughs> You know what Jeb used to do with me, Jenny Joe? Sometimes he'd beat me up and then stab me with a syringe full of sedatives, or sometimes just force some Benadryl down my throat. And when I was dazed, he'd take out a box cutter, just like this one, and trace the lines of the veins in my neck just like this! He'd tell me about how close the tip of the blade was to the walls of the artery, and how any shudder, any shake by my aid might cause him to rip it open. What the hell? This true Jeb? Fucker's crazy. No, he's spot on, Harris. I'm gonna shit your insides, David. I'm gonna eat your soul and shit out your guts. <laughs> know what, Mr. Harris? I wish he'd done all the things you said I did to deserve what he did to me. So, Jebediah the Merciless, Jebediah the Strong. Since you've defined me, remade me so well, I figure I should do just that. You're full of it. You're weak. You're nothing. You've made me what I am today, Jebediah. I would love to kill every last one of you in here. I... I, I understand you, Mr. Garrison. I, I truly, truly do. <laughs> what do you understand? I understand that uh, you're dealing with phase five of the Linden grief tree. You're a supportive personality dealing with a vivid red set of stressors. <laughs> you're... you're crazy. No, I'm crazy. The, and and how, how does that make you feel? What the hell, guys? What? How did this suddenly become about you? You need to open up your... Anxiety bladder is full. You need to release the pressure before you do more psychic damage. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. You're just... Wait. She's calling. I... I, I don't hear anything. Shut up! Oh. Okay. Hello, baby. It's me. Hi. How are the boys? Getting too close to the edge. No! You're, you're making it too tight. He's distracted. Well, that's yeah. good. I can yeah. take him. I know. When did you want to meet? You still have the night. Oh, that's wonderful. I, I understand. N no, it won't be a problem. Okay. Love you too. Bye. You didn't tell her hi from me. I'm heartbroken. After all our good times together. <gasps> You, the rope. It, oh, it's tight. It's tight. It's all cleared up. I'm sorry about all this. I just get a little upset when plans aren't firm. We're good now. So is it finally time to go, Mr. G? I believe it is. Just one thing, Jebediah. What? Neil. What? Small favor. You kneel, and I let Jenny Jo go. I, you, what? <laughs> no. Please, please. He's hurting. He's yeah, well, you need a good choke in your chatty little... Jesus, do it, Jib. Fine. Here. I'm on my knees, Brad Bull. Let her breathe for fart's sake. Good. This is very, very good. Not really. Not for you. Not for you! You're really fucking brave for a man with a gun to his face, Mr. Hawkins. You know, at this angle, I can slice your face clean off and you won't die for long minutes. Not in here, you won't, Fisher. You step back, Padre. 
You don't know what people are like out there. These kids just brought this guy up here. No idea where he's been. And I let you in, trusting that the strangers on your bus were worth saving. But now, you're the only monster I see. What the hell happened out there? We're out there. Peg called out for help. She got surrounded near the gate. So we go out there, guns blazing. I ran out of ammunition. I got pinned down behind the barn and couldn't get through to Peg. So Mr. Hawkins here just walks up to the eaters and calls them over like they're his hunting dogs. Come on now. I went to a group of them and they followed my scent. When I drew them off Peg and got them in a clear area, I lit my last hash stick, stuffed it into one guy's chest cavity, and I ran like hell. I took out the last eight before Fish even got to me. It was a brilliant strategy. Why would he blow them up if he's one of them? Thank you, Reverend. Shut up. They didn't even try to eat you. They just kept staring at you. Why? Because I'm special. Talk, fucko. Why didn't they try to eat you? Leave him alone. We saw him in the tower surrounded by dozens of those things. They were after him. Yeah, kid. But you gotta hear the whole story. Yeah, so shut up, boy. Talk, Hawkman. Why is it you can walk right through them and not get bit up? Proteins. What? Mr. Fisher, I have absolutely no trouble telling you what you need to know. Oh my god, he's an eater. Like Gray. Like my dad. What are you talking about? We ran into two eaters out there that could talk and think and use tools. He can't be. Gray was pale and looked like a corpse. Hawk isn't even pale or rotten. What the fuck are you kids talking about? Let Hawk explain before Fish kills someone. No, I tell you, I'm not. I'm not. You know a lot about those things. How they think, how they work. Just listen. You want me to talk? Then shut up and listen, okay? Proteins. Look, I have a blood disease. Oh, you're backing away, Mr. Fisher. Don't worry, you can't get it. Unless you get soaked in my blood. It's a neurodegenerative condition with a really long name. But it's called HSE. HSE? I've heard of BSE. Two points and a cookie for you, Veronica. What's BSE? Bovine spongiform encephalopathy. Mad cow disease? What? HSE is the human equivalent after a fashion. There are these little proteins that are in my body and they like chewing on my brain. The weird thing is, it, it's so rare that I was treated like a king by the infectious disease center at Penn State for about six months or so. And the thing is that these little proteins, prions, they really want to eat my brain. I was given test drugs to stave off the infection, but there was just no way I could make it a year from the infection. And then, stuff went down. What do you mean? The zombie apocalypse, Mr. Fisher. Everyone went nuts... The eaters came, the IDC at Penn State let everyone out. Even the infected ones? Let's just say I think we were supposed to be biological weapons against the eaters. Give them something to choke on. And that's exactly what happened. What are you talking about? I have these microscopic buggies in my head, literally consuming the tasty parts of my brain. And at month seven, imagine this guy, frothing and staggering out of the IDC. By that time... I was as dangerous as the eaters. I could barely see. I couldn't keep myself upright. I was manic and then listless. And every time I saw people, I charged like an axe murderer. So what happened? Okay. I'm naked. I'm running down Athens Street and I get tackled. I'm smothered by a mob of infected people. And here, well, take a look at this. Oh my God. Holy mother. Are all those bites? Looks like you fell into the piranha tank. Thanks, brother. Yeah. But none of them took any meat. As soon as they sunk teeth and drew blood, they stopped. Two amazing things happened. Within minutes, my head was clear, and I could think. I kind of woke up. And then there's this circle of eaters around me. They're just standing and glaring at me. And there were also about ten or so just lying on the ground twitching. And then I, I noticed I was naked. And I felt cold. 
And then I realized I had all these big bleeding crescents all over me from the attacks. So I ran and I dug through an overturned ambulance and patched myself up and there they were again. The Eaters. Yeah. There was this big mob. Maybe a hundred or so. Some wandered away, but there were a few dozen still around me. and They were just tagging along like they really wanted to eat me. But somehow they couldn't. So they are attracted to you, but... Nuclear emulation is caused by pervasive assimilative immunonecrosis. To cause death and control the body, the little buggies and the aim pain infection have to control the brain. They have to kill off the prions, the nasty protein pathogens challenging them. So there's a war in my brain pan, Mr. Fisher. I've got two diseases fighting over each other, trying for the right to kill my brain. And while they fight, I'm immune to both. How do you know this? Well, being a zombie magnet gives me a lot of alone time. And since the internet is down, I read a lot. And since there are a lot of medical labs, hospitals, treatment stations, yada yada, etc., etc., I get to experiment a bit on the road. I know that every time I pee, poop, bleed, or clear my nose, I'm sending up a call to every eater downwind. The only thing is that I attract eaters, but they haven't tried to eat me yet. They just want to be near me, like they're trying to work out what I am. So, you came here. You brought the monsters with you. Inside you. Mr. Fisher, I'm being honest with you. No one is going to get infected unless you do something stupid with that rifle. Or you bring them here. You're why they broke through the fence. I had no idea they'd get so aggressive. You'll note that when you came after me, I was on my way to the gate to... To let them in? To save Peg. I thought... Just... I just thought I might be able to help. And he has. He knows a lot about these things. He knows what they are, how they work. So what? All we need to know was where to shoot them. Well, let's not get excited. I'm basically the rare example of two wrongs making a right. If one side prevails, I'm screwed. Hmm. Look, everybody, I'm really sorry I didn't bring this up earlier. It really isn't an easy way to start a conversation or make an introduction. Hi, I'm Ren Van Hawkins. I have mad human disease and I'm infected with zombie food. Can I share your food and water? Because I'm certain you'll trust me when I say I won't infect you too. Frankly, we didn't even have time to have that conversation. Look, dude, you want me gone? I'll go. But from the looks of things here, you need someone. Guys, we got the fence up. No in or out that way till we find more than siding and firewood to keep it together. Aaron! Where is he? He was putting the tools back in the basement. The outside doors were open. Let me! I can... Hold it. I'm not through. But I am. You drop him, I drop you. I am sick of all this shit. Doreen, go. Take Hawk with you. You put the scattergun down, Mr. Fisher, or I'll feel really bad about putting pockmarks in the cherry wood paneling behind your head. You wouldn't. Let's go, Doreen. Lead on. Hold it. Hey, boss. You feel that? Rich, what are you doing? You remember that guy in Enola who tried to steal our shit? You remember what I did to his insides? You know I'll do what I say I'll do. So, calm the fuck down. You're all fucking nuts. Yes. Yes, we are. Hello again, ladies and gentlemen, Tavis and Land. Jerry Dotberry again, back in the rural paradise of the Algonquin Valley. I brought my own film crews with me, well, we own camera anyways, as I heard the elusive Tadopotamus, a rare, stringy, but sassy old bird that lives in these here mountains. It's a beautiful spring day here in the woods, and one has moved straight down to his birthday suit and run willy free through the trees, expecting that one has to be quiet and stealthy when tracking the Tadopotamus. Because the Tadopotamus is equipped to anger and to the throwing of empty beer bottles at your head. In fact, I imagine if I runs really free naked towards the Tadopotamus, he might just charge me with his huge yellow tusk and go me into a big splash of Tadberry juice. 
Ladies and hands, sit at the rank and skeletal tired polymers live somewhere on this little round booby of a mountain beyond the cricket creek. But no one's seen the glossy little silver hair at the tired polymers and lived. Well, there was this one girl who lived, but she came back down the mountain walking funny and couldn't speak a word or nothing. Some say she looked deep into the soul of the tired polymers, which is something you shouldn't do. And, uh, uh, oh. Well, I think I might be tripping, folks. It looks like a herd of wild Gregorian monks be strolling through the virus today. They look like they should be smacking themselves in the head with a book and chanting. But they look like they're just out for walkies. I'm taking this because I think this must be a flashback. Or a flash forward. Or just old Dogberry's brain going wankalicious. Oh, hello there, Mr. Monk Person. I'm Jerry, Jerry Dogberry, NBA. Oh. Subscribe to Mutual Audio tonight. Good night.